Section 62 of The Golden Gems of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Annie Hill. The Gems of Life by Emery Adams Allen and S. C. Ferguson. Section 62. Gentleness. We may admire proofs of hardiness and assurance, but we involuntarily attach ourselves to simplicity and gentleness. Gentleness is like the silent influence of light which gives color to all nature. It is far more powerful than loudness or force, and far more beautiful. It pushes its way silently and persistently like the tiniest daffodil in spring, which raises the clod and thrusts it aside by the simple persistence of growing. It tends to be feared that in this stirring age, when we enumerate the elements of success, that we do not lay stress enough on the milder virtues of simplicity and gentleness, while fond of applauding the hardier virtues of energy, self-reliance, perseverance, and others of a similar nature, we are in danger of losing sight of the fact that oft-times an exhibition of gentleness and courtesy is not only extremely pleasing in itself, but is not infrequently one of the most expeditious and efficacious modes of advancing present interests. It is singular what power gentleness and courtesy bestows on him who practices them. The most boisterous winds only cause the traveller to wrap his cloak the closer to him, while the gentle rays of the sun speedily induce him to discard it. And thus it is with many of the pursuits of life, where sheer force of intellect or intensity of application would oft-times end only in a failure of plans and purposes. Gentleness, by its silent but powerful influence, will not only excite a feeling of good will in the minds of others, but as oil removes friction from a machine and causes it to move smoothly, so will gentleness remove apparently insurmountable objects from the pathway of our success. Gentleness belongs to virtue, and is to be carefully distinguished from the spirit of cowardice or the fawning a sense of sycophants. It removes no just right from fear. It gives no important truth to flattery. It is indeed not only consistent with a firm mind, but it necessarily requires a manly spirit and a fixed principle in order to give it any real value. An able man shows his spirit by gentle words but resolute actions. How often experience convinces us that a bold and brazen loudness of tones and roughness of manner cover only a vacillating spirit and irresolute actions. On the other hand, do not history and observation show that quietness and gentleness oft-times mark the most determined of actions? The rarest bravery of all the world is found actively engaged accompanied by an exhibition of gentleness. And ought we not so to expect it? The person moved by a spirit of gentleness throws all the energy of his nature into action. It is not allowed to waste in boisterousness but is guided and directed in the most appropriate channels by an understanding calm and collected. In the captain of a canal boat we generally expect gruffness of manner, loudness of tones, 
and a general lack of refinement dignity and gentleness but in the commander of an ocean steamer we shall always find the quietness gentleness and dignity that we all recognize as such a proper accompaniment of power so true it is that gentleness of manner is the most appropriate and general expression of true greatness and worth that we use the expression a gentleman to express the highest type of worth in man in the mechanical world do we not always find that the greater the exhibition of power the steadier and quieter the movement becomes it is the rickety engine of but few horsepowers that goes with a fizz and a clatter while the massive engine that supplies the motive power for acres of machinery goes almost noiselessly and the sublimest exhibition of power in the universe the movement of the heavenly bodies proceeds in absolute quiet we observe the same effect in the moral world the masterminds who have moved kingdoms and swayed the thoughts of millions are uniformly gentle and dignified in their bearings the loud-tongued and clatter-brained fanatics merely cause a movement in their immediate vicinity there is a magic power in gentle words the potency of which but few natures are so icy as to wholly resist would you have your home a cheerful hallowed spot within which may be found that happiness and peace which the world denies to its votaries let not loud harsh words be uttered within its walls let only gentle quiet actions there be found speak gently to the wearied husband who with anxious brow returns from the perplexities of his daily avocations and let him in his turn speak gently to the careworn woman and wife who amid her never-ending round of little duties finds rest and encouragement in the sympathy of him she loves speak gently to the wayward child a pleasant smile and a word of kindness will often restore good humour and playfulness human nature is the same with it it has its joys and sorrows as well as those of mature growth and its little heart will quickly yield to the power of gentle loving-kindness hearts of children are after all much like flowers they remain open to the softly falling dew but shut up in the violent downfalls of rain therefore when you have occasions to rebuke children be careful to do it with manifest kindness and gentleness the effect will be incalculably better speak gently to the dependent who lightens your daily toil kind words ensure respect and affection while the angry rebuke provokes impertinence and dislike speak gently to the aged ones many are the trials through which they have passed and now in a little while they will be missed from their accustomed places the spirit will have passed to its rest the remembrance of an unkind word will then bring with it a bitter sting speak gently to the erring one are we not all weak and liable to err temptation of which we cannot judge may have surrounded him harshness will drive him on the sinful way gentleness may win him back to virtue true gentleness is founded on a sense of what we owe to him who made us and to the common nature of which we all share it arises from reflection on our own failings and wants and from just views of the condition and duty of man it is native feelings heightened and improved by principle 
it is not deficient in a sense of true worth and dignity but it recognizes in all men the possessors of infinite possibilities even the possibilities of eternal life and it treats them as brethren it summons to its highest and best form of expression all that is noble in manhood inspiring in purpose grand in aim and walks proudly therein humbly yet with an air of conscious dignity quietly yet with the insignia of power since then true gentleness is thus significant of power thus potential for good and is the high and distinctive test of a gentleman ought not all the young earnestly strive to learn that spirit of self-control and accustom themselves to speak and act gently at all times and by so doing to act as becomes a man and responsible being end of section sixty two gentleness